The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Pick a celebration, sister. Um, I guess I have a girl working for me now, and then I have an interview tomorrow So, with another girl. Look at you, fancy pants. Those are great celebrations. Nicely done. Yeah, but I have no idea what I'm, what I'm doing, I guess, like... That was my question. My question is, uh, I hired a girl as a subcontractor thinking that it would be easier, cheaper. Um, in reality, I really didn't know how to do an employee. I didn't know the payroll. I didn't know how to handle any of that. Um, and now I'm really wanting to make her an employee. Same so with the girl. Literally just call Megan at ADP and say, I've got two girls I need to hire. You'll, she'll have you done lickety split. Like, had her since the 20th, November 20th. So it's only been like a month, a little over a month for her working with me. And um, she's used to that. Like I'm not paying her hourly. So she used to like buy job, paid weekly, every Friday. Um, so then just go to her and go, this is the new way we're doing it. And if that works, we can keep going. And if that doesn't work, we'll part friends. Okay. I'm, I'm I guess I'm like kind of stressed in a way. Um, Cause I'm due in February with my first baby. Oh, that is very common, by the way, we have a lot of moms getting out of, <laughs> I'd say probably five a, a year. We'll have moms are like, I wanted to get out of cleaning before, but it's for real. Now I got a, I got, a, a, a literal due date to be out of cleaning. Yeah. I told Dylan on the phone, like when he, you know, I did the free calls I just signed up Saturday with you guys too. And, uh, Oh, I'm and, aware Dylan's, or, or, by the way, yeah. you really screwed it with Dylan because he's been bragging the pants off of you to me and Suzanne. So you, we have high hopes for you, girlfriend. Yeah, I hope, uh, I hope I meet those expectations. And not, not hopes, expectations. Let me, let me be clear. High expectations for you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess that, that's just kind of like, I'm like, I got to do something like that would suck if she walked away. But like, I guess, I think so, I'm just, I don't have a funnel yet. A hiring those funnel. of you that are newer check the older people who came in without a funnel scared out of their minds okay if you follow the process again we that's a beautiful thing we've done hundreds of these right so it's like if i'm your surgeon and you've got a tumor and you're like i'm terrified and like i ain't because i've done i know for you it's scary it's a tuesday for me we do it all the time everybody lives it's no big deal um right. so take that confidence of you like i don't know what i'm doing i'm like i know but you've got a community of people that are very very good if i may say the best in the world in making this transformation in people Trust the process. I guess I'm just, I'm, uh, I guess I'm just worried that she, if I'm going to tell her like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta start paying you hourly. Like, unfortunately, like I, uh, want to make you an employee or you would no longer be a subcontractor, which she's pretty much already an employee. Cause I supply the products. Wait, you're, you're afraid she leaves. Okay. She leaves. You hire somebody else. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm just, I'm, I think I'm just stressing. I'm overthinking it in my opinion. You're like definitely overthinking. <laughs> overthinking it. And I'm like, Dude, what if I, then I don't have an income when my baby's here, but I think, yeah, I'm just so overthinking. The big transition we're going to make with all of you, but certainly you, Amanda, is moving from cleaner slash employee brain to owner brain. So okay. again, y'all get to choose to freak out or not, right? Like yeah. me, part of what I would be paying for is 
you'll tell me if I need to freak out, right? And I promise we will tell you, you got an 80% cost of goods. So there's stuff I'll be like, Amanda, we need to get this fixed now. This is on fire. You got to go. We'll help you, but this is a big deal. I promise you're not going to slide through the program with something on fire and nobody, unless you just don't show up or lie to us or, you know, you have to participate. But as long as you are moving through it, either it's not a big deal or we'll tell you it's a big deal. So you're like, are you sure I shouldn't worry just in case? I'm like, if you like, I wouldn't, but I don't think it's going to help you any, just make you miserable. So you've paid for a system that works that you can be confident in. You're like, but I think I'd like to worry anyway. I'm like, well, you certainly can. Like that's between you and God. You you worry all you want, girlfriend, but I wouldn't. Um, So yeah. And again, go ahead. To to worry. I mean, I have a great support system around me with my family and stuff. So there's no reason for me to worry. I'm overthinking Hmm. it. And like you said, I just, there's no reason to worry. Like I, I've got to, I can get it handled. So. Yeah. And we're and again, we're here for you. So when you're worried, so let me just, the one thing I want to encourage everybody. And I think I hit on this a tiny bit with uh, David spend time thinking of better questions, right? Cause when you're like, I'm just overwhelmed, everything's I'll do my best, but there's a limit to, I can help you. But if you're like, I did my group. So if you, the, re, the reason I like, I keep pushing to the content is where it's very specific tasks and very specific action items. So you can't really freak out because like, do your hiring. Like, what if it sucks? Then give it to me and I'll tell you if it sucks. Okay. Like, then, yeah. you know, I tell you, this is a great hiring. I'd be like, really? Yeah, it's great. Now what? Run it. Okay, what if no one calls? Then we'll fix that. <laughs> so yeah. you run it for a week. You're like, Nobody called. Okay, we'll fix So it is natural for entrepreneurs to be like, I want to pre-worry about crap that is, you know, potential dangers in the future. It's like, there is so much clear and present danger right now to worry about. God forbid we try and worry about like, what happens if I have this baby and the lady doesn't come and blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, then we'll deal with it then. But okay. you got, and when is your due date, by the way? Uh, February 2nd. Oh, we got time. I mean, not an abundance okay. of time. But no, yeah. I, yeah. I think I, if I'm you, you said February 22nd? 2nd, February 2nd. Okay. Sorry, I thought you said late February. If it's early February, we have less time. So yeah. I would comfortably, I'm pretty confident. And you only need, how many hours are you personally cleaning right now? Um, I'd say with her, with the girl helping me, 25, not even probably. So she and you are both cleaning 20 hours, 25 hours, give or take? Yeah, together. We clean together, yeah. Okay, so you only need one hire. And if you had two, you'd be good to go. Three, you'd be locked, right? And I'm, t- I'm, I'm like telling a lot of people that are like trying to get me to do estimates for them. Like, I'm sorry, right now I just can't. Don't do that. Don't, hold on. Get high, just same speech I gave to Angel. Charge them high. Okay. If they take it, raise prices on your current customers. Yeah. So let me shift your focus if I may. Okay. The, I think you're putting way too much emphasis on this girl and she's really not important in this whole thing. What we need, because again, say well, I could guarantee you this girl would be here till February 2nd. That doesn't solve your problem at all. Because what if she quits when the, you get a two-week-old? Now what? Yeah. So you're putting girl. way too much emphasis on this girl. What we need is a god dang funnel, right? Mm-hmm. You've got these seeds and you're like, I'm going to eat them. No, no, no. I'm like, don't eat them, plant them. <laughs> then you'll have yeah. fruit forever. Don't eat the <laughs> seeds. So you're worried about this girl. She yeah. don't, wrong focus. Here's the beautiful thing. I'll just give you, this is numbers for everybody. Um, generally, we get about, 10% of the people to show up. I forget who was on earlier, but they had 30 uh, applicants and seven showed up. So they got 20%, but you can figure about 10%. Generally, we're going to hire conservatively three of those 10. You might get a bad batch and get zero or one. You might get a good batch and want five or six, right? But let's just go with average. 
So if you've got 100 applicants, 10 are going to show up, you're going to get three. That means 3% of your applicants is a reasonable deal, right? Okay. If I'm you, I want three people to be comfortable, right? Because right now you've got a team of two doing 20, 25 hour work. I want two teams of two doing 10 to 15 hours worth of work. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. So if you've already got one lady, right? And you've got, you need three. So all I'm going to do is go, well, shoot, if I get a hundred applicants, the likelihood I get three hires is pretty good, right? Because 10 should show up. Three would get hired. I'm good to go. Because this isn't a, you know, the reason things are so expensive on planes is they can't work most of the time. They got to work all the time because mm -hmm. you're in a, I got to be out by fact, not mostly like out. I'm probably going to go nuts and be like, I need 300 applicants between now and then. That way, okay. if I only get 1%, I only do one third, only three or 4% show up or only, I won't, you know what I'm saying? Things can go kind of shitty and I'm still, I'm still good. And say you really screw the pooch and you only hire one person. So you see what I'm saying? I'm playing, playing so much crap going wrong. Yeah. So if I'm, and I'm going to go, I don't want to fool with the second. I want to be done by like within a month. Right. I, I, so I was hoping you were February 22nd is what I thought. I heard you say, I'm like, great, we'll get you out of cleaning February 1st. And then you have three weeks to just like chill. Yeah. But if we get you out of by February 1st, like we got one day. So that's all. We just, we're just going to compress. So when people are like, how do I go? We're just going to dial this thing up. Hey, amazing people, you may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask I can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now back to the show. Welcome. So excited you're here. And I want to encourage you and all the new people. Everybody says they want to grow a cleaning company until it's like, invest in yourself, step out of your comfort zone, do something scary, show up to calls, get coaching. You guys are here doing the work. So, you know, no offense, anyone can throw money at, uh, not anymore, pretty particular, but throwing money isn't anything. Being on a call two, three hours in and be like, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm focused. That's the price you're paying, man. I'm really proud of you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you okay. so much, Mike, because right now I'm waiting in my car. It's raining. It's dark, it's cold, and I have to clean the office. And oh. I'm there <laughs> with my Hendrick, smile. So I'm going to get you out of cleaning offices, man. You and Amanda. I know you don't have, oh, God forbid you don't have a baby coming, but you and Amanda, we're going to get you both out of cleaning. That's Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when it comes to niche, we've talked about this a little on Slack. The big thing is yes. we really, because when you get into the marketing, you're going you're gonna to find, and this is, and the cool thing is this is exactly how you came to us. So it's pretty cool when we tell you, you came to us through our marketing and then we tell you how we did it. It's hard for you to go, well, that won't work. It's like, well, here you are, your check cleared. <laughs> like, so when we speak to you guys, if I were, cause, and this is very common. What Hendrick came to me, he's like, here, I want five day a week accounts. I want people making $2,000 a month. I want people, which is very common. I get that, but I can't market to, Hey, are you, are you the manager of a cleaning of a facility that, has cleaners five nights a week, call me. Cause that's about you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I wouldn't identify with that. But if you go, are you a facility manager that's sick of getting in trouble for the cleaners work? Are you frustrated that you can't do your job because you're too busy doing the cleaners job? Do you look foolish when they do stupid stuff and people yell at you? If I hear that as that person, I'm like, oh my God, that's me. I'm going to call. So it's really important we understand their pain. And Hendrick made a really, had a very insightful question, which was, I talked to them, they don't have pain right now. So, well, what you said is they don't have pain. So we got to be very, very clear. 
if they don't have pain right now, we switch niches. So I think you're talking car dealerships, which here in the States, very good niche. I know in uh, France, they're a little bit smaller. They can still be a good niche, but here in the States, they're a little larger. Physically, they just take up a lot of space and have more buildings. No big deal. They can still be a good niche in uh, Europe. We've had several that have that niche there. But if you're hearing, oh yeah, we've had the same cleaner for 20 years. It's Vernetta. She's been great. And that's it. Bad niche. I'm not going to try. So what I'm not trying to do. So you guys all came to us. So if you came to us, uh, you know, for a call or for help, you're like what's going on with your company? What's not working? Like, it's working great. I'm not going to try and sell you something like then keep my, here's my coaching and it's free. Keep doing what you're doing. If you're happy with what you're happy, you know, well, I'm not getting enough clients. Oh, we can talk about that. So if I'm talking to people that never have pain, what do I have to sell to them? Nothing. So I'm going to find a niche when I, when I call them, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm frustrated. Or even if they're like, I've got a good guy now, but in the last three years, we've had four different cleaners and it drives me nuts. I'm, this one's good, but boy, I hate hiring and firing cleaners are a big pain in my ass, super frustrated. That's the niche that we want. So the, the distinction I'm trying to make is if they never have pain, switch niches. If they acknowledge hiring cleaners is a pain that they go through periodically, we can still deal with that. They don't have to have pain right now. It's okay if they're like, my cleaner is good right now. Have you ever had pain? Is that a big deal? Yeah. I'm switching them all the time and they, they're good for four months and then they suck. And I've had this guy for four months so far, so good. But when they, you know, that kind of frustration is what you're looking for. Does that, does that make sense that they don't need pain now, but they do need to understand this is a painful thing. And if it's not, they're like, cleaners are easy to find. It's always, a, it's always fine. I never have any problems. That's not a niche I'm going to pursue. Like you guys, if I called a bunch of owners of cleaning companies, and I did the podcast and nobody called ever was like, we all grow, we're all rich. Everything's great. I would, I would pick another niche. What am I going to, what am I going to sell you guys? Does that make sense? It makes sense. And uh, when I call people, I, I see a difference between someone who's telling me, you know what, everything is good since like 20 years old, we have the same lady and the person who's saying, you know what, I have a clean, a clean company, but I won't sign with them anymore. Uh, it's just painful. They don't show up. It's hard to have a manager, etc. I see the difference. Um, the only things I have for me is the size because I really want, you know, like big offices because in France, it's not like in USA where we have, you know, the big Much buildings, etc. It's like small, little offices around the country. And it's not that I don't like that, but I think it's a lot of work because this is what I'm doing right now. I have like 10 offices that I clean it's car, it's good air, it's go on the, in the car, etc. And I have on the other side, my businesses and I have two employees who are cleaning, for example, a private school. Man, they are so cool. They come to the school, they just clean and it's okay. So that's what I try to achieve. But it seems like the way I, I'm thinking is blocking something when I try to choose my niche. So maybe I have to just uh, take a step back and say, you know what, maybe the pain is more important. And when I will have my marketing in place, that now I can, then I'll be able to select the people. But I, I don't know if you have maybe a... No, no, to be clear, we always pick the niche first before we do the marketing. And the way we pick our niche is we have the perfect prospect pain conversations. And if we get over and over, which is the fuel for the marketing, right? Whatever we get in perfect prospect pain conversations, we're going to fill out in our marketing plan. And that's how we make our plan. So, but the size, how can you, the, about the size, you, you can, you cannot know. Yeah, of course you can know because you, okay. I mean, like, so property managers is a, is a good niche. They manage large office spaces. That would be a good niche. Um, schools are a good niche. Like you mentioned, 
they can really kill you on cash flow because they all close the same two or three months a year and that that can stink. And you can still negotiate where, hey, we do year-long contracts and we charge you the same every month, but then your labor goes, so your revenue stays the same, but then your labor falls out You know when you have nothing to do for them. So schools have got their own challenges. Um, banks can be good five-day medical. I, I don't, we call minute clinics or urgent care here. Those can be really good. They're seven days a week. Like okay. I mentioned, gyms and restaurants, those are very dirty. Um, they're seven days a week. They want you to come at weird hours, but because of that, they're expensive. Um, so there's lots of, all you have to do is just think warehouses can be very good. Just, you can kind of tell by the type of office or the type of business, if they're going to have what you're looking for. So like a dental exactly. office, if it's yes. one dentist, he's going to have a little 500 square foot place in a strip mall. But if there's seven dentists there, well, now that's going to be a different thing. So yeah, I would consider, um, again, schools are great. You just have to overcome, you have to deal with, if you want schools as your niche, you have to deal with, they all take off at the same time. Banks can be great, but they're kind of long-term contracts often. Property managers are great, but they're very relationship-based. Car, deal car dealerships can be great. Um, gosh, again, medical has like, surgery centers are excellent because you, you'll need to get some specifications to clean there, which means the competition's less. Um, like I said, minute clinic, urgent cares are great. Um, warehouses can be great. Industrial. There's lots of lots of options of large plate. You're just looking for large buildings with lots of people in and out. That's all government. I don't love government, but you, and I'm not, I've, I've, I'll be honest with you. I've done government here in the States. I haven't coached a lot of government in Europe, so I'm sure it's, even, I won't try it. Oh my God. No, thank it's you. tough here in the States. So I wouldn't, one thing I, I don't could, want. Yeah. If, you, if you're already like, I don't want to deal with it, then I wouldn't deal with it. But you see how there's tons of niches where those are common niches where lot you're looking for lots of people, lots of oh, gyms and restaurants, lots of people and lots of square footage. That's all. And even in Europe, manufacturing places, warehouses still have to have big space. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Just cool. to let you know, I'm the kind of guy who just take the decision and then we'll see. But uh, Suzanne, uh, in the call yesterday, she said, you know, you maybe should uh, talk with Mike and ask question and Mike yeah, like I questions. So I say, you know what, let me give my question be before I take my, my decision. So that's why I'm, uh, I'm here there. And I, I will take, I will make a, take a decision and just go because, uh, I don't want to wait too much on the, on the first decision. Yeah. And that's why, again, that's why we have Slack. So we'll help you here live and we can get into stuff in deeper, or we can ping you right away in Slack or, you know, usually same day. So, um, good news is, as long as they have pain and there's enough of them, pick any niche you like. Like some are a little yes. this, some are a little that, but there's not really a bad niche. The only bad niche is one that doesn't have pain or one that can't afford your services. The nice thing about commercial, they can all afford your services. So like residential, you have to make sure they've got money. Commercial, if they've got a facility the size that we're talking about, the traffic we're talking about, they have the budget. So really all you're looking for is just, is there pain? Like bowling alleys, that might be a good one, but how many bowling alleys are they in your area? They're probably, you know, it's like, it's not enough. So there has to be Not enough of them. Yeah, it was yes. three of them. You get all three, you're like, well, am I done? So <laughs> enough of them and the pain. That's really all you need. I like industrial and private school. I, I think it's uh, around the, the both of, of this private school yeah. and uh, industrial. Talk to I them. like dentists, but oh. we have a lot of one office dentists and it's a lot of work just to yeah, say, don't you do know that. what, I can, oh, yes, yes. I I'm not saying I wouldn't take them, but I'm not going to market to them. Yeah, don't market. If they come and you want them, great, but don't market to them. Um, if you're going to do schools anyway, what can be nice is preschool and uh, childcare because they open, they're open much more often than regular schools. 
And you can really sell to their pain because if kids get sick and teachers get sick, that's revenue. So if you're like, hey, we disinfect, we make sure nobody gets sick, like they have a specific pain. So you could consider that as well. Um, they're often need more cleaning and they're open more days than schools are. Because when the schools close down, the daycare, they stay open because the parents still have to work and they move the kids from the, you know, so those can be, those could be a good place to go as well. Thank you so much, Mike. My pleasure, man. So glad that you're here. You're going to do great. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.